D. Yeah. How many pick sixes you would have had Sunday, big dog? Oh, come on, man. <laughs> come on. I would have got at least one in. I would have had to. Uh, some type of pick. It may not have been a pick six, but I would have had to get at least a pick because I would not have wanted to have to pay the other guys. I'm not trying to pay them. No. I mean, you it know. was going around. Yeah, wasn't you love it? your boys, and when yo man, when they throwing candy like that, you got to get yours. Absolutely. We are back. He is Super Bowl champion Eric Davis. I am Rashawn Haylock. This is the Believe in 49ers podcast on the Believe Podcast Network. Niners with a big Week One win, going down into hot, sweaty, muggy Tampa, and having a good time with Jameis Winston and company. Thirty-one seventeen. The win in the opener. We got to talk about this defense. I mean, I know you wore the 25. Last week you talked about Sherm, how, how, yeah, how, how he's yeah. representing that 25. That's, that's my he guy. He got his first pick as a Niner, and he took it to the crib. That's my guy. If you're going to do it, do it in style. Uh, that's okay. He waited till the next season. <laughs> let everybody know he's healthy once again. But I, I like what he did right there. And turnovers, come; they come in bunches. I mean, it's an anomaly to go the entire season and have two picks. That's hard to do in the NFL. How does that happen? Especially when you have quarterbacks out there just looking delicious like Jameis was the other day. <laughs> I like Jameis. I think Jameis has to – if he can get his head straight, especially with Bruce Arians, he has an opportunity to pick his game up and make some plays. He has the tool set, but he looked like a snack. He, he was just <laughs> – he was just – I mean, it was like Halloween and he was giving away the big candy bars. Wasn't the fun size. He was giving away the big the candy king size. Bar. And Sherm has been doing this too long. He's going. You throw him a king size snack, he's going to gobble it up and take it to the house. And that's what he did. And you saw the other guys. It, it becomes contagious when you start seeing guys make plays in your colors. It happens. They happen in bunches. And so hopefully that will bleed over into Cincinnati, Cincinnati. I like to call them. Like. It, just, it goes way back. Yeah. I mean, I mean come I'm sure, on. I'm sure there's a story. I mean, wasn't just, just, just think about it. They were just horrible for, for how long? <laughs> I mean, just, just just horrible, man. So, I mean, I, I have a hard time saying Cincinnati and not instead of Cincinnati. But back to Tampa. Yeah, that defense played strong. Sherm, um, I, I love him in the colors because of plays like that. It's one thing telling guys how to do it. It's one thing trying to get guys – to understand the film, understand the coaching, understand how you're supposed to conduct yourself as a player. But it carries so much more weight, man, when you go out there and you actually put it down on the field. So with Sherm, he had a pick six. Akilah Witherspoon had a pick six also late in that yep. one in the fourth quarter. That was pretty much the capper. But this game was ugly early. Right, and Niners were able to, to make some plays on special oh, teams. Oh, you know what? I'm sorry. Let me jump back in on you right now because you you mentioned um, Witherspoon. Love that. Sherm, I expect to do that. Okay. Witherspoon, I am so happy he is starting to believe and see that he can do that. I'm really glad. I, I think one of the best things that happened to Witherspoon is uh, Jason Verrett coming to town. Okay. I think that helps push him. Jason, I can't wait for him to get healthy. Jason is a very good player. He's so good. I, as, mu- as much as I was pushing for Sherm to get on the team, I was pushing I was pushing, pushing for Verrett to get on the team because I know what he's capable of doing when he's healthy. I have so much belief and confidence in what he's capable of doing, and he has it in himself. But that also, that, that competition, that, that good play in your room, that veteran understanding, 
as a young player, I remember I was there where you start to feel like I have to lift my game. And you go from being a player that's in position to make a play to making that play. And just catching and, and man, it just do just catch the ones that come to you. It came to him. That is it. That is for sure. Dude, catch, catch the ones that it come to you. I don't know what Jameis was thinking. Uh, trying to set was up he, the screen. Was he thinking? Maybe, well, that's, was he thinking? maybe that's the point, Maybe he was right? thinking it's hot. It's hot, man. It's, it's hot. Maybe he was saying things. It's hot. Get I told you. Here. I told you. Suppressive heat down there, man. You, you get to a point to where you get you get delirious. Maybe he thought he saw something. You know, there's some similar colors in the, in the uniforms. Very but, much so. You know, maybe. But either way, it, it you felt, still got to make the play. It felt that's it. You got to catch the ones that come to you, man. And you know what happens in this league. You know what confidence comes from doing, making plays. Com- confidence comes from doing. Because once you've done it. You never question whether or not you can do it. You just go out there and I'm like, okay, now it's time for me to do it again. That's where he is. Now, let's jump back into what you were talking about. I, I couldn't go past Witherspoon. That's, that's going to be well, huge for the Niners. It's, it's the defense, right? And, yeah. And I, I didn't expect this. I, I, didn't, I didn't expect the defense to come out here and to play this well. Why not? I just didn't see it. Well, how, how did you not see it all all preseason? I mean, I, yeah, no one, I, no, I don't take much stock in preseason. Well, no, we talked about this last but week. But you should take – the thing that you can take stock in in preseason is that there is no game planning. So players are put in position. This is where coaches really look at guys and see what they can do one-on-one. What their instincts are. Yeah, what, what can you do – in man-to-man situations, if I give you a one-on-one, if, if you're a defensive lineman and you get the one-on-one, can you beat that guy in front of you? If you're a linebacker, can you beat the rush on those situations? Can you get to the quarterback and pressure him? Can you cover that back or tight end in, in space? The same with the DBs. And guys showed that they could get them. I mean, they gave up some plays here and there, but they showed that they could get themselves in position more consistently than not. And we talked about this, man, you know, in, you know, in the last show. It's just get your special teams and your defense going early. That the way block to, punt early was huge. Oh, man, you've got to pack your special teams and your defense on the road. And the way the league is structured now, the first four games of the season or preseason. All right, well, I know it's hugs and hand pounds right now. Right? I hate to be a wet, a wet blanket on this situation, E.D., but – can they duplicate this? Is this something that we can they don't that have we to. can see Wait, consistently on. on a week-to-week oh, basis? Hold on, hold on. I know that the pick six is no, not going to be no, there. No, no, but, but listen, but this is the thing you got to understand, okay? It's a marathon. It's a marathon, not a sprint. What you have to do in this league, if you want to be a good team, first of all, you can't lose to a bad team, right? True. Because if you're losing to bad teams, what does that make you? Makes you a bad team. There it is, okay? And that's what the Niners have been doing lately. The colors in the last few years, you're like, we're, we're better. It's that conversation, we're better than them. Then let the scoreboard show it. Okay, so you say, can you duplicate this? Well, it's not going to be the same when you play the next team because the circumstances are going to be different. So can you, can, can you game plan That's a good point. and duplicate what it is that happened? That's based on who you play week to week, but right now, what you have to do, and this is the thing, the duplication is when you get another bad team on game day, you find a way to win. How you win it, I don't care. You have to – I was asked, a guy asked me this last week, like what is successful for the Niners, and I said winning the games you're supposed to win. 
That's what they need to learn to do right now. That's a game that they were supposed to win. You told me. You told me that the Niners should beat Tampa. And I'm like, I don't know, man. You know, they had the entire offseason. It's tough on the road. It's hard to win a game on the road. The the mindset, good teams, their mindset, win your games at home, go 500 500 on the road. road. You're 12 and 4. That'll get you you home field advantage most years. You just said something very interesting, right? It's about the opposition and who you're playing, right? I look at Jameis. Uh-huh. And, 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 and he, he is, it's, it's been Halloween for him every Sunday these last three years, right? <laughs> he, he's, he's giving up more candy. He is smuggling these last snacks. Three years he's than, smuggling snacks. Than anybody. Yeah. Right? And he, and he tosses them out on the field. How much of this is Jameis? And how much of this is this Niners defense that we saw on Sunday? You, you can't divide the two. You can't divide the two. Why, why do you need to divide the two? You play, you play the players that are on the field. True. True. You take advantage of what the players present to you. You Those opportunities have to be closed on. You don't separate the two. You can't, well, well, Jameis is a bad quarterback. Then guess what you do to a bad quarterback? You get two pick sixes, you take them to the house. So you get three or four turnovers. You, you block punts. You make him have to come from behind. That's what you do. That's what they did. What's wrong with that? So, in other words, you're saying if he would have went out there and threw for four bills and four tugs, then we probably would have had a problem. If Jameis had done that? Yeah. Well, we'd have a problem. The Niners would have had a problem. They would have lost the game. Okay. The, the way Jimmy was playing, the way things were, you know, the penalties and, and touchdowns being called back, they would have had a problem if that had been the case. So, so you, you, you do that. You do the math. If, he, if, he's, if he's got four in the TD column – you do the math. How, how are things going to turn out? And, and but, but I think more to that point is he wasn't giving out candy. The Niners weren't making those plays. Then, then it, it would have been a bigger it would have been but, a bigger issue because that, that that's his that's his, his that's what he does. Oh, we're I'm gonna man, I got to go all the way back to that childhood ifs and buts, <laughs> man. It's just um, when if you lose, you lost because the plays that were presented you didn't take advantage of. You win because you take advantage of the opportunities that are presented. Sometimes you create those opportunities as players get older. As players understand how to bait guys defensively, as offensive players understand how to take advantage of what a defense is giving them, you can create some of those opportunities. Sometimes the coaches help you create some of those opportunities. But you got to take advantage of them, man. They caught the ones that came to them. They did. I'm not going to sit here and say, well, you know, another quarterback didn't do that. They weren't playing another quarterback on Sunday. They were playing Jameis. And Jameis was delicious. <laughs> he certainly was. <laughs> and, the, and the Niners and ate him up. The Niners, to your point, they took advantage of it. And it was a big week. Big week for this defense. Big week for this this Niners football team. It was it was a pretty it was an ugly game. And we, we talked about it. It, it. it was a game in which uh-huh. which the Niners pretty much were able to take advantage in the second half. It, it was very very ugly to start. My bad, man. I got to move my chair. That's it. <laughs> Let people know it's real life, okay? And and I was uncomfortable, so I got to fix myself. But keep going. All right, here we go. We're moving furniture here. It was a 7-6 game at the half, right? Buccaneers had the lead. Niners came back. They outscored them 25-10 in that second half and route to a 31-17 win. This is the Believe in 49ers podcast. He is Super Bowl champion Eric Davis. I am Rashawn Haylock. Niners, of course, 1-0 on the season. We talked about this defense. Um... The penalties were an issue. 
Yeah, they put up 31. They could have put up so much more. They had uh-huh. three touchdowns called back. Uh-huh. Two of those to George Kittle. My goodness. He yeah. had two He had two called back That's by it. himself. And he still had a really good game. Still. Yeah. I, how do we clean up these penalties? Because if you're playing, to your point, you're playing a better team. You can't have these mistakes. Now, that, that mental aspect of it, some of that we're going to chalk up to week one. Different pace. Some of that you're going to chalk up to the heat. Fatigue makes, makes cowards, cowards of, of us all. all. I had a coach that used to tell and us that. And it's true. <laughs> it's true. Fatigue. You don't. That's that's why you. That's why. Play, people, you, know, you know. You know. Joe. Joe Blow thinks that he can do what most professional athletes do. And he can't. Because they make it look so easy under under the stressful situations. And the reason the reason that guys get to that level is that they are they understand that you don't actually start training. You don't truly start training until you get tired. So I, I see people and they're like, oh man, you in shape, man. You you look like you can still play. No. No, I can't. I'm sorry. You you are you're definitely reading this cover on the book the wrong way. Like no, why? Because I know my body would break down before I trained hard enough to get myself into good enough shape to actually start training to be back on the field. Okay. Because you don't start training until you're fatigued. The question you asked about those mistakes, guys get fatigued. Guys get it's a different you know, first, this is the first time guys have gone an entire game. You can't simulate that in practice. Guys get tired. You, you make mistakes. So those are things that I'm sure Kyle Shanahan is going to harp on. The, the different individual position coaches are going to let guys know that you have to think. You have to make certain you are thinking on the play, on, on the field. Man, dumb jock is an oxymoron. You can't be dumb and play at a high level. You're not going to win. You can't do it because you have to think. Quan Alexander is smart enough to not drop his head and get kicked out of the game. He got kicked out of the game. So, so that's what I'm saying. Week during, one during and you're playing and you're hyped and you're tired and, and all of these things and you, you find yourself hyperventilating, especially when you're playing against your, your former team for the first time. I did it. I went back to play against the Niners when I left as a free agent. And I know how, how that can feel when you step back on that field and, and how and – how, in some ways, you're extremely comfortable because when I played the Niners first, it, it, it's funny. It felt like a practice to me because I was, I was so used to going against those guys all the time and going against Jerry and everyone and doing those things. And, and <laughs> I'm gonna, Jerry and I, actually, one game, we started a conversation, walked out on the field. This is my first year in Carolina. We walked out on the field, and I was guarding Jerry most of the game. So we're out there, and he's like, hey, man, how's the wife? How's the family? He was asking about my kids. I was asking about his kids and how During he was the feeling. During the game. Then we'd go. they snap the ball. we try to beat each other up. Then after the play, you're like, good job, man. Then we'd start talking <laughs> on the way back to the hollow. We, we did that. The enti- we literally had a conversation throughout the whole game. That is amazing. But we still lined up and went after each other because we knew that's, we were there to eat. Back to just the thinking and being comfortable, that heat. That first game, understanding where you need to be. These guys, that's a part of that penalty aspect of it. I expect to see that get better as you move forward. Uh, and, and you want to correct that this week because Cincinnati, uh, they, looked, they looked pretty they good. They looked really good. They looked really good. Arguably a game, and you talk about the shoulda, coulda, wouldas. And I know a lot of, them, a lot of people feel like they should have won that game. 
Um, well, Andy Dalton, Andy Dalton let it slip out of his hands. Well, yeah, I, I, Andy had – I know – I still think that that was a bad call at the end of the game. But you got to go back to the other turnover earlier in that half where Andy Dalton had a short field. They got no points out of it because he went to throw a ball and just dropped it. That matters. Yeah. That, that matters. You can't have that happen. And you can't do that. You, you, I mean, I'm just sorry, young Andy. I still call him young, young Andy. He can't do that. Young Andy, the Red Rocket Niners. Uh, getting back to this one, 11 penalties. We're going to talk about the Red Rocket. We're going to talk about the Bengals probably a little later on in, in this week. We come at, come at you with our, our, our preview podcast. Um, let's talk about our quarterback. Yeah. Jimmy, I, w- I was waiting for you to get to it. Jimmy G. I, I know, right? Maybe <laughs> people, people probably didn't, didn't turn us off by now. When are they going to talk about Jimmy G? Everybody wants to talk about Jimmy G. All right. Jimmy G, he comes up, he shows up, uh, he had a touchdown, he had an interception, 18 to 27, 166 yards. Stayed upright for the most part, only sacked one time. What was your assessment of Jimmy G? Uh, don't throw the pick six. Okay. Uh, run the offense. I've been we, talking about this, man. You know, off the air, we've been talking about this. I just want to see him get a grasp of the offense, learn to play at the pace that you need him to play at to distribute the ball to the playmakers once they are identified. Still trying to identify who all the playmakers are outside of the tight end position, okay? The consistent ones that and that you want to game plan with in that passing game. Um, he has not played. This, what, this was start number 11, he has not played. Stop expecting him to be uh, Brady, Montana, Steve Young, you know Aaron Rodgers, Drew Brees. That's what. That's who he's getting compared to. He's played eleven games, so I want him to learn from the pick six. I want him. I want learn to do the math. You have. There are these things that you have to learn as a as a quarterback where you have to know where danger is coming from, just like young running backs. It's not so much. Frank Gore was a master at that, of setting up his line, and he still is because it's, it's not a question of what's right in front of you. It's where's the da- how do you avoid the danger? Where's the free guy? That's, the, that's all it is you know, for that quarterback. He has to do the math to know where the holes are going to be. Because there's always a hole. You know, you, the play, Kyle Shanahan – did not. I promise you, he did not. I will bet your life on it. <laughs> My life. <laughs> <laughs> That's how certain I am that he did not draw up a play that ends in a pick six. Right? I think that's safe. See, there you go. There you go. I wouldn't bet your life on it unless it was safe. a sure yeah. thing. I, I think so, my life is secure. So just look at so, <laughs> so look at the, look at the dude. Uh, look at him and understand that he just he just has to learn some things. You know, you can see some good plays. You see the bad. You build. I, I want to see him build on the good. Mistakes are going to be made. He made those mistakes in a game where his defense, fortunately, were able to not only get a push. You know, you get pick whichever one you want. I mean, Shearn's pick six, that's a push. You know, you got Witherspoon doing one. There we go. You're back up. So, that, so your defense came in early. So right now, he's got to learn, man. He's got to learn to play football again. And so I, I want to, I'm, I'm really waiting to see who he's going to be 
the first week, second week of October. If you can win, if you can go two and two, three and one between now and then, oh, then, you, then you're probably on to something really good. Well, the thing is, we of course, we hope to see a progression, right? Yeah. So the pick six, obviously, you watch the film, you learn from that. Um, you're coming up on an opportunity where this is a guy, like you mentioned, right? He hasn't played a lot of football, right? Mm-hmm. Last year he gets hurt very early in the season, misses the whole season. He didn't play, obviously, behind time. Tom Terrific, didn't play a bunch, you know, while he was in New England. But you can learn. You can learn. Sitting. You, you can. You can. You I'm, can I'm a learn. firm believer that the court, yeah. that especially quarterbacks, that they, they they can learn every position. You you can learn from the other guys' mistakes, yeah. but you can't you can't get better until you hit the field. And I, I guess this is a, a whole nother topic. But remember, remember guys used to red shirt. Remember Carson got drafted. Yeah, yeah, he yeah. Didn't play his entire first yeah. year. I think God. I think. Right now, like too much pressure is being put on these first year guys. I think uh, I think yeah. most, I think most of them pressure's sit, always there, man. But I think most of them could sit a year. Yeah, maybe it depends on where you go in, and some guys. But like like I just said, yes, you can sit and learn, but you don't get better unless you play. No one says that at other positions. What what do they always say about corners, man? You it's baptism through fire. Yeah, you got to go out there and play. They don't say you can sit and learn. I could have sat and learned. It would have been great for me to sit and learn. <laughs> Dude, I came. It's funny, man. I came into the league. I, I came from a Division two school where all I played was cat coverage, and, and by that, I, my other corner, Daryl Malone, he got drafted by Miami, and it was basically our coach was like, "Okay, you cover that cat, you cover that cat, <laughs> and the rest of us, we're gonna do our thing." That's how it was. We we played cat coverage. So when I got to the NFL, one good thing, I didn't have a lot of bad habits to break. My old DB coach, Ray Rhodes, he always told me that. He was, like, he was like, one good thing about you, I only have to teach you. I don't have to teach you how to break the old habits that someone taught you. So that, that was good in it. But I could have definitely learned and grown and taken that red shirt year. You know, I came into the league wearing a size nine and a half shoe. I was barely 5'10". <laughs> I left the league. I wore 12 and a half and I'm six feet tall. Whoa. By the time I got out, I didn't stop growing. That's impressive. Well, I mean, it's not. It's just I was. I just. I just kept growing. Yeah. Well, so but but that's that's the thing. That's the thing that you can learn at every position, but you don't have that opportunity. So now these other players, it depends on how quickly do you need your quarterback to get better because you're not going to get better by watching. You have to play. Now, what level you are at. When you hit the field from that learning can define how good you can be based on a talent. You look at an Aaron Rodgers. He but sat. How long did he sit? He sat though? for three years. But what I'm saying, but how, but he learned and, and his understanding of what was being asked from him was at a certain level. He still ha- hasn't he gotten better as he's been he, on the field. He has. And, and, but and my so point to that, I don't, I don't think the Aaron Rodgers that we see today would be the Aaron Rodgers that we see today. Had you don't know not, that. Had he not sat that long. Uh, you don't know that. I think that how, was huge how? for him. There is no way There is no way that talent. Especially back then. I'm not saying that it didn't help him, but what I'm saying, still, he's a better player after being on the field. And, like, and that's what I'm saying. You can sit and learn. Every position can sit and learn from the other guy's mistakes. But you have to get out there and do it. That's what we're looking at with Jimmy right now. You have to get out there and do it. So you, so you don't get better. What's, what's the next? What's the next progression? What's what's the next step for Jimmy? Uh, you, 
getting to. I mean, I, mean, I know we want to see him get better week to week, right? But, 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 but what are what are these things? What are these little things that we need to see from him? Say, what, what do we need to see from him? Well, you need to you need every position to make plays. It's not about it's not about holding down the position and being efficient. You have to make plays. Your quarterback has to make plays for you. You have to put the ball in position to make plays. Sometimes you have to throw a guy open when he's not. You see the good quarterbacks do that. Yeah. Some, sometimes you ha- it, it's sometimes it's a question of setting the seeing something happening, understanding that how to do that math with the front or with the secondary and changing the play. Putting putting your offense in a situation that is a winning play that changes the game because everyone always talks about you know one play doesn't win or lose a game that's a lie that's a lie at some point it's going to come down to a play and if that play had been done in a different manner it could have changed everything you don't know which one is going to be that's the thing you that's don't know thing. you don't know which one out of the seventy five it's going to be. But it does come down to a play sometimes. And you, that's what you need your quarterback to be able to do, to find that specific play and, and not only be able to do that, but do what the good ones can do. And I played with some good quarterbacks. Yeah, you did. You do it at a level to where the rest of the guys are so confident that you are going to be able to make a play that it gives them the ease to do their jobs at the highest level. And that's what you want from your quarterback position because whether he wants to do it or not, man, whether he wants to be or not, he's, he is the default leader of the team just by the nature of the position. So this goes back to what we talked about a little bit last week, right? I'm, I'm more along the lines that it's going to take some time coming back from this injury. Yeah. Right? Yes, last week we were talking. I got the, I got the sense from you that we can't use that injury as an excuse per se, right? It, oh, no, it, no, no, it, no, no, no. It doesn't no. really. Well, he's on the field now. He's on the field. But even though he's on the field, this is a serious injury, right? I mean, this, this thing takes some time to, to come back from. He's a, 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 all I know, AD came back and, and, and crushed he's the league on a the knee. I, I mean, I saw Gordon a, do it. And, and I saw Gordon do it for the, the Chargers. Okay. I mean, AD's an outlier. Though. You, you throw I, I, okay. him. Okay. I threw him Gordon out, and, out for the, the Chargers. He came back and he played well after hurting his knee. This, this is the th- he is the quarterback. He's on the field. I can't. I can't. What other position? What other position gets to say? Well, I'm not really performing because I'm hurt. I don't know that it's necessarily any position that gets to say that. I just think just the fact that no position gets to say it. But I think it's just the fact that it takes time. Man, you are soft. You are soft. You are soft as baby poo. I, I think you it takes are time. Like soft as baby poo. I, I think that I think the whole the whole mental aspect. I, I think it. I think it takes a, a good even after what, the year that he's been rehabbing. I think it takes another year before he's comfortable. What you're talking about? He has to get to a point where he's comfortable. So, I don't think he'll be comfortable at all this year. So you're talking about playing. You're saying the same thing I was saying earlier. You don't get better unless you play. And, and he, I'm talking about well, he playing. He has to play in order in order to to. to to get some of that rust off. Well, he, the, but, but, but I don't think he's going to be fully comfortable in that pocket for a whole until we get to 2026. He, he's not going to get fully comfortable in the pocket until he's played more. 11 starts. 11 starts. Forget the injury. Take the injury out of it. If he wasn't healthy, if he things. wasn't healthy, he wouldn't be on the field. If he's worried about getting hit, his, his knee is healthy or he wouldn't be on the field. His, his knee 
is not injured. Uh, I, let me say that. I way. agree with that. It, if, 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 if he were still injured, he wouldn't be on the field. His knee is not injured. So guess what now? You can't go out there and use fearful of injury to the knee as an excuse because you cannot play football and not be fearless. I'm sorry. There, you, can't be, you cannot be on the football field worried about getting hurt. I don't know that it's so much fearful the injury. I think it's just you got to make up your mind now because you keep saying, you know, well, I, I'm just feel sorry off. for him because <laughs> his knee is hurt and give him time. Or, but then, like, well, he's not worried about his knee. Oh, if he's not worried about his knee, then then guess what? No, I, I'm not saying he's not, I'm not saying he's not worried about his knee. I, I think it's having the confidence that you can actually perform at a high level. Like just talking to guys that have had significant knee injuries. They always feel like they don't have that confidence to make the plays that they were used to because they don't have the confidence in the knee or the shoulder, whatever the, whatever the injury was. Okay, listen to so what I you think, just said. I think that takes time. Listen to what you said. He, they don't have the confidence to make the plays that they used to. How much used to does Jimmy have? Back to how I was saying this. He, it goes 11, to my point. 11 stars. It compounds things even more. And Jimmy hasn't done enough to say, man, I used to play this way before this knee. He hasn't played before the knee. He had he had a few games before the knee, so he hasn't he hasn't started a sixteen. He hasn't taken a team into the playoff. He doesn't have all those things, so there's no reason for him to look back at or look at this game coming up as a game that well, you know what? When I played him the last time, it was this way, and when I went through this, he hasn't gone through those things. And I I, I know what you're getting at, but you can't use that as an excuse because if, if it. If you use it as an excuse, it's going to become not a crutch. It's going to become a roadblock. If if he's if he's saying I, I can't play better and until I get healthy, and we see guys have these roadblocks well, and they're never the same. But the, he, they are never the same. I don't know what the same is for Jimmy. That's my point. <laughs> he hasn't played, and you don't but, know his same. But I think that's my point. Also, it just further compounds things. How? Okay, you're saying he, he's, on, he's only played X amount of games. You're talking about in the NFL, right? Yeah, yeah. I'm sure Jimmy's thinking about a version of himself where he was a very, very good quarterback. And that could have been even before the NFL days, right? But there was there was times where he was able to do things. He was able to make plays. He had to, right, in order Man, to get to this level. Man, let me right? stop you right there. Let me stop you right there. That's That has nothing to do with it. You know that cat coverage I was telling you about? Meant nothing when I got to the NFL in, in college, and Jimmy did the same thing. I saw Jimmy play in college. He played against my 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 college. He played against Jacksonville State, where I went to school. I saw him play in college. You can beat people because you're simply better when you're in college. Doesn't happen in the NFL, so you don't go back to that. Yeah, but what do you get from that? Most importantly, the stuff that you did before you got to the NFL. Uh, what what do I get from that? What you get from that is is it th- not the confidence? This, no, this is the, that this, you can compete at this level. This is the thing. Once you start, you, you don't even think about that. What happens? You you know that you can compete and that you belong simply because you've been doing it, and then you get to the next level and you continue to do it, and that's why you know that you can compete. And Pop Warner, I was pretty good. You know what? I got to high school. I was pretty good. I got to college. I was pretty good. I got to the NFL. You know what? Eventually, I got to be pretty good. So, and by making plays and doing, you learn to feel that way, and your confidence grows. You don't look back on, well, man, when I was in college, I used to do this. Jimmy's not doing that. But Jimmy also can't. He can't look at it like if my leg gets better or if, it, what, if this injury had never happened. Then I would be at, I, I would be this guy. You can't think about that. You just, he has he has to grow as a player. The offense has to grow. I need wide receivers to grow. 
I, I need, you know, you have young guys in that room that, that yeah, I mean, they look good. The, the team looks good. It passes the bus test. You know, and I always, I always look at that. Like, now can you, man, I'm telling you, there were a few years back when I was announcing for the, for the team, Arizona would, pull, would pull, up, pull up to the stadium. And, man, when Big Calais and all those guys got off, you would look at them like, like that's, that, that's an all-airport team? That right there, <laughs> that's a football team. You would, I mean, they passed the all-bus test. When they stepped off the bus, you were like, man, those dudes are about to wreck shop. And then they lose a game. They play just hard enough to lose. I need the quarterback. I need my quarterback to just keep growing, find ways to make plays. Let's see how many, how many plays he can make next week. Next week, the Niners are at Cincinnati. We talked about this stretch. It's a tough one to start the season. You, you, you start at Tampa. You start at Cincy. Um, you got Pittsburgh, you got the bye, and then you and then you got Cleveland. Um, so those those first four out the gate. Yeah, well, you got one on. The, you just got a road win in. You look at it. Win. We got eight. Then. So now you got seven more. Got seven more. You got that road win. Let's see. Cincinnati's going to be a little bit tougher. Uh, I, you know, based on you know the the opponent, early the, start, the quarterback. Um, I, I don't care about the early no. start. No, forget the early start. Uh, I, you know, I played for the Niners. We played a whole lot of early start games. We played a whole lot of East Coast teams, and we beat them because we were better, because we executed, because you didn't think about it. You just go out and play. So I want, I want this squad to, to get that mindset. At some point, you got to get tired of getting your butt kicked. At some point, you have to realize the road losses mean nothing to us. You know, hopefully this week in Tampa did that this past Sunday. It did that. Uh, continue to protect. Take away from the from the, the the penalty situation. Eleven penalties. That's way too much. You did see some good protection from time to time for the by the offensive he only line. Got sacked once. Right there, you go. You 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 look at the positives even with this offense. You look at that. You still think about look at it from a schematic standpoint. We had two touchdowns called back. But think about this. They were called back for penalties, yeah. but two touchdowns. Yeah, three, actually. Two, two, from, two from Kittle alone. From Kittle, yeah. yes. So you start you start looking at that. You schemed into, you know, Kyle Shanahan schemed his players and utilized their skill sets to get where they need to be. Now take away the dumb penalties and, and look at look at that. That's how you have to look at the good pieces of this. Mistakes can be corrected. You know, lining, you know, illegal formations, things like that. That can be corrected. And that's, that's what I'm looking for. But I will not. I refuse to. You won't, Ray, you won't make it happen. I am not going to give Jimmy a pass for being injured. Jimmy don't get a pass? Yeah, Jimmy don't get Nobody gave me a pass. When I left my shoulder on the turf and candlestick and came back the next day, I mean, came back the next year, nobody gave me a pass. Why, you didn't get a pass, ED? They didn't give me a pass. No. Why, why did we give him a so pass? Jimmy don't get a pass? Jimmy don't get a pass. Do your job. Do your job. That's it. All right. Well, we're going to get into the Bengals later on this week. This is the Believe in 49ers podcast on the Believe Podcast Network. Make sure you subscribe, rate, and review. Tell us what you want to hear. What do you want to hear from ED? What stories do you want to hear? What do you, what do you want us to break down? What, what is it that you want this podcast to be? Make sure you let us know. Give us your thoughts at rhaylock on Twitter. Uh, make sure you subscribe, rate, and review. Write all your comments there as well, ED. This was fun, man. 
Always, man. I yeah. love talking ball. We're, we're, we're going we're gonna to talk some ball. That's we're, it. We're, 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 you got to stop being so you're, soft, you're though. You're going to get a little closer to me on this Jimmy G situation. You got to stop being you're, so you're soft. You're going to get a little closer. I didn't play football. Soft. It has nothing to do. Playing football has nothing to do with being I didn't, soft. I, was, I didn't play on Sundays. That, you played on Sundays. You're just soft. That was it. I think we got to talk. You might have been born soft. We'll see. <laughs> <laughs> it could be genetic. <laughs> this is the Believe in 49ers podcast. We'll see you later this week. Peace, people. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.